The Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast. Get it in your ears. Get this in your hands, though, on Sportsbet's new iPhone app. The easiest betting app just got easier. Download it now. Gamble responsibly. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in a brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. My name is Chris Gale. Andrew Rose, we're missing Lachlan Angel on a Southeast Asian tour. Yeah, he's over there in Asia somewhere having a great time, I'm sure. But we're having fun here with Nathan and Sam. It's good. Wins overnight to Brisbane and South, and I'm afraid last Thursday night the Bulldogs went down, Rose. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, season's over, but we had a good run, right? We had a go. We almost made it. <laughs> Father's Day this weekend. What have you got lined up for the old man? Well, I'd like to already say that I called my dad last Sunday and wished him Happy Father's Day. So he's <laughs> got on the front foot. He's already disappointed in me, but uh, I'll probably hang out. I'll give him a call, something like that. I'm hoping to give my father a win for the Tigers tomorrow against mm. the Dragons. He doesn't follow the Tigers, no. but he's just going to have to accept it. Speaking of which, bad news for the Balmain Leagues Club. It looks like they're going to disappear in a merger vote. We discuss all that with Tigers legend Gary Jack. Yeah, we're also going to look into some of the controversy that's happened recently in rugby league with some of the fans getting their banners banned at games. So we're going to talk to one of those fans later in the show. You have to register banners. Who knew that? Unbelievable. But coming up next, all the action in the NRL Round 24 so far. You're on the Weekend Legends, Triple M. Put your feet up on the dash, recline the seat, and let these guys take the wheel, metaphorically. Obviously. Triple M's Weekend Legends. We are the Weekend Legends. Chris and Rose on Sydney's 104.9 Triple M. You know, Chris, I'm getting so used to Lachlan saying that. It's it's, it's refreshing to hear you do it again. I don't know. It feels like a step backwards. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's so much better at this anchoring stuff than well, I am. He's pretty good. Now, we want to talk about the NRL Round 24, Rose. The semi-final picture, that cloudy, complicated matrix is starting to become clearer and clearer. Yeah, well, what, what, we've got one more round after this weekend, and yep. then we're in the final. So even though, you know, it's one of the closest sports in the world, these so many teams can make the eight, we're starting to get a real picture of who can and can't, right? And personally, I love how we go straight in the semifinals. You're an AFL fan if you're a Giants fan right now. You're just sitting around waiting. I mean, what are you doing, no, AFL? What are you taking a week off for? You're at the hottest point of your season. Disappointment in Sydney or parts of Sydney as the Eels went down 16 points to 17 at some Corp Stadium against the Broncos in front of 33,020 people. Mm. The Broncos won in Golden Point off the back of this Jermaine Asako field goal. Here it is, Jermaine Asako, Brisbane have done it. David Fafita in beast mode sets it up for Jermaine Asako to kick Brisbane to victory. Solid audio there, Chris. And you hear him mention David Fafita as well. That 30-meter run to set up that field goal. That kid's a star. Incredible. Vossi yeah. there from Fox League setting out the fact that Fafita is a beast. And we talked about Payne Haas as the future of rugby league. Well, David Fafita, 19-year-olds, joins him, doesn't he, Rose? He's 19 and he's that good. He also scored a great try. And the other try score, it was a bit of good news in my view, the wife of Darius Boyd Kayla came out on Twitter this week and said Darius ain't going nowhere because they've been pushed to have him retire. Yeah. He had a blinder. Yeah, what's the deal there? Do you reckon it's just the the, the relaxing of saying I'm fine, I'm staying, I'm I'm playing footy here that made him play better? What's the deal? It's the support of his wife, mate. Oh, yeah, That's cool. so clear. Whatever. Now, Blake Ferguson scored a fantastic try, had an early one denied uh, off a forward pass by Clint Gutherson, but it wasn't enough for the Eels. So they're still in the fight to make sure they get a home final. Yeah, because it's like if they hit fifth or sixth, right? They'll host a home final. And let's be honest, if there's anything the NRL wants in this finals, it's a finals game at Bank West, right? They want to show off that pretty new stadium. Real crowd noise or? 
Unreal crowd noise. Ooh, they say. <laughs> the other result last night over the ditch at Mount Smart Stadium saw the Souths in the end comfortably account for the Warriors 31 points to 10 in front of 15,295 people. It is fair to say the Rabbits are back, baby. Yeah, I, I, I think so. And you could hear the coach of the Warriors talking about he couldn't fault the Warriors' effort, but the Rabbits were just on another class level last night. And, uh, you know, the motivation for the Warriors is a bit tough right now finishing off the season, but the Rabbits are hungry and they're playing very, very good. Two outstanding solo tries by Cameron Murray, who's yeah. having quite the season. Yeah. Halfback uh, Adam Reynolds as well contributed 15 points. Like, he's, <laughs> he's a kicking machine. Well, he just kicked a field goal for fun at the end from about 40 metres <laughs> yeah. out. How do you feel about that when teams are up like 20 points and they kick a field goal? Like, yeah, look, I think it's, it's accepted now that when the game isn't on the line, it's okay to just take a shot at field goal because you're putting it in the bank for a tight situation. I don't I don't think teams feel that that's humiliating at all. No, I don't think so. And also, you know, let's be honest, in rugby league, the for and against can be the reason you get in and out of the eight, right? True that. All right, cool. Well, that's the uh, game, two games that have happened so far. Let's uh, We're going to wrap this segment up, right? Well, I'm going to protect you a little bit by just talking a bit more from the Warriors because Isaac Luke sent a fantastic tweet overnight. He says, uh-huh. sup, guys. Sup, Isaac. Sup, Isaac. <laughs> I, ha- I haven't retired, although I feel like I'm getting too old. I just haven't got a club for next year. But my manager, wife, and myself are looking for a club. Oh, Any takers? Isn't that nice? Isn't that the modern era where you could just tweet out that you're desperate to play rugby league for a team? And that's been uh, the game so far for the weekend legend. We can uh, wrap this up now. Yep. And Thursday night, ah. the North Queensland Cowboys 15 said goodbye to 1300 Smiles Stadium, formerly Dairy Farmers. <sighs> By beating the Bulldogs, who got eight points in front of a crowd of 15,141. What's going on? Is, are there going to be any rugby league grounds left? Everyone's saying goodbye to their grounds. It's yeah. unbelievable. I believe the Cowboys are playing at Cogra next year. Yeah. Scotty Bolton retired with a beautiful left foot conversion. But, Rose, were you as frustrated as Coach Dean Pay about what he called a ridiculous bunker overall oh. of the Watine-Zelesniak try? Uh, listen, Dallin Watine-Zelesniak's a star for us, and he has been since he's joined the Dogs. I don't want to go on too much of a rant about this because God knows we've talked about it many times on the Weekend Legends here, but it, this this frame-by-frame frame dissecting of a try drives me nuts. He had both hands on the ball. Yeah, the ball moved a little bit, but you cannot definitively say he lost control of that ball. It's ridiculous. That's, that, that, that's not a try, right? Are you with me? The pursuit for perfection. We're never going to get it. For once in my life, I am with you, mate. Oh, thank God. Looking good for 2020? Mate, mate, didn't MG say the dogs are certainly a top eight team, if not top four for 2020? I like, I like MG. I think he's a smart guy. Dream on. <laughs> Coming up next, the ban on the banners down at Cogra has been in the press, and we talked to the author of the banners, George Youssef. Should be interesting what he has to say. Yeah. You're on the Weekend Legends, Triple M. Like helping a weekend to the plums. <laughs> Triple M's Weekend Legends. You're on the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose, Sydney's 104.9. Triple M. Now, Rose, if it was not a bad season for the St. George Illawarra Dragons to begin with, <laughs> things got a little bit worse last weekend down at Netstrata Cogra Jubilee. What happened, Chris? Well, the, the Dragons got beat badly by the Roosters. Yeah, we're all aware of that. But there was an int- interesting controversy about a banner band. So there were two banners that were first unfoiled three weeks ago at the Parramatta game that said, Fail Mary and Step Down McGregor <laughs> addressing uh, Coach Paul McGregor from the Dragons. Now, the gentleman who had the banners was refused entry, and we've got him on the line, Ooh. George Youssef. Good morning, George. Good morning. How are we? Very, very well. Now, first of all, George, will we be seeing the banners tomorrow night at the cricket ground when the Dragons take on the Tigers? Uh, look, there's, there's a slight um, possibility they can uh, be there. So, yeah, I'll definitely be taking them in, in all glory and um, celebrating Father's Day with my son and um, hopefully causing more controversy. 
Oh, that's great. <laughs> Not Father's Day, too. Uh, George's Rose here, mate. I've got to start by saying, Foul Mary, fantastic work. That's fantastic work. Um, mate, there's a bit of news here about the George's River Council with the people behind not liking these banners, saying they're unregistered banners for vulgar use of language on the banners. Are you going to register through whatever format they want you to register through? Well, firstly, I mean, I've been taking banners for so long to the game, and uh, when I was told that night that the banners had to be registered, um, it was a shock to me because never once did we ever been asked to register banners. Yeah, who knew? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, this this is the first time it's actually happened to, to any of us. I mean, as you've seen, you know, the, the Dragons Army are passionate and full of banners and flags, and, mm. you know, through the glory years of Wayne Bennett to leading up to where we are today, and even prior to that, not once were we asked to register banners, so... Um, and if, they, if the words were very offensive, as the uh, George River Council was saying, I'd just like to know which words were they. Mm. And, um, and if, if they were the ones that really rejected um, entry of the banners um, into Quagra Oval, um, for knowledge, I've, I've never known council to work at 7.30 on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm no expert, George, but I think Mary's the word they think is offensive on that. <laughs> I, I, I was wondering about Step Down McGregor. It sounds like a funk song or something like that. <laughs> Now, look, of course, you made the mainstream press and James Graham was interviewed on NRL 360 about this and I think about the issue about whether it was derogatory or not. He said everyone's entitled yep. to their opinion. He's not sure yep. expressing it on the Hill is the right thing to do, but he'd like to speak with you. Have you taken a call from Jimmy yet? Uh, mate, I would love to speak with Jimmy. Um, you know, Jimmy, is, he's a very professional player and total you know, respect towards him. And look, there's one thing here I'd like you know, Jimmy to know if he is listening. Um, you oh, know, oh he's listening. Is, <laughs> oh, mate, this is this is not against the players at all. We love the players. We love mm. it that they're very passionate for the jersey. It's more to do with management. And, you know, we just want the explanation of why extend McGregor another two more years, you know, when the club isn't travelling well. Um, you know, for example, you've got, you know, the coaches like Ricky Stewart is, you know, flying high with the Raiders. You know, the management are yet to do anything, um, you know, to, to re-sign him. And there's a lot of double standards here that we want to understand as, as fans. You know, what made management want to re-sign McGregor for two more years when there was no one knocking down the door to, to sign him up. Um, it, to us, it, it's a very baffling um, procedure that the club did, and it doesn't make sense at all, you know, going that they've only won, what is it, three from the last 16 games when he re-signed uh, after beating the Dogs. Mm. We're talking to George Youssef here about the uh, banners being banned at the Dragons games. Mate, the, my last question for you, I need to know, what do you think uh, Coach Mary McGregor would think about all this malarkey? <laughs> Mate, look, obviously, uh, you know, it's uh, each to their own of what they think. Um, I'm just a passionate Dragons fan that, you know, wants to be heard. And what James was saying that, um, you know, it shouldn't be protest at the games. Well, you know, we get blocked on Twitter for speaking. We get no responses from CEOs or clubs via email. So, I mean, there's no other way I can get this message across, you know, and this is on behalf of majority of St. George um, Illawarra Dragons fans that want to see a change in coaching ranks. So, you know, look, we wish Mary all the best. And, you know, if you can turn this around, then great. But you know what? Records and clearly stats are showing that um, I personally think he's not the right man for it. I have to say, George, the words nanny state are echoing in my ears. Uh, <laughs> I wish you all the best with your banner campaign, and I wish you no luck at all against the Tigers tomorrow at the SCG. <laughs> thank you very much, George Youssef. Mate, thank you very much for having me. Have a great day. Thanks, George. Interesting to talk. This is why people listen to the Weekend Legends, right? We talk to people like that. Fan power, Rose. We're all about fan power. Yeah, we want to give the power to you guys right now as the fans of Rugby League. We want to give you a chance to give your opinion on this issue. I mean, uh, George Yusuf is going to be under pressure to bring those uh, banners back, and we want to reward you with your opinions. One triple three five three. Call us up right now. 
whether you think the banners should be banned from games, should they be allowed to be used in games, and what would you put on a banner? Yeah, what would you say, given yeah. the chance, if you wanted to speak to your coach? Yes, exactly, and we want to give you the chance to win a Gurney High Pressure Cleaner. If you call up now, one triple three five three, give us your opinion. You can win the Gurney High Pressure Cleaner this Father's Day. Give Dad a Gurney High Pressure Washer, available at Bunnings Warehouse. Chris Gale, one triple three five three. Let us know your opinion. We are the Weekend Legends. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Welcome back to the Weekend Legends. 104.9 Triple M with Chris and Rose. And Rose, we're talking about banner bands. We are with the banner bands uh, that we'll be talking about. People bringing, you know, semi-controversial banners to games and whether they get banned or be able to use them. We put the call out to you to get your opinions with a chance to win a Gurney High Pressure Cleaner. Let's start it off because there's a lot of people here, Chris, that have opinions on this. Let's go to Russell in Laylor Park. Russell, are you there, mate? Good morning, boys. How are we going? Oh, good, Russell. Really How good, are Russell. you, mate? What do you think about the banner ban? Well, mate, it's, uh, it's a bit ridiculous. I've been a passionate Tigers fan all my life for over 40 years now. And I suppose my opinion is if you can't, as long as you don't say anything um, defamatory towards people, yeah. you should feel, you know, we live in a democratic society. We should be able to express our feelings. Again, as I said, as long as you're not... Uh, you know, being nasty or anything or defamatory towards anyone. I think what Russell's um, saying is right there, Rose. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the word derogatory was what the council felt. I mean, I thought it was clever, and it's just, you know, an opinion. It's just a word that councils use to get their way, derogatory. <laughs> Listen, but I, I appreciate your opinion, Russell. Thank you. Look, for me, a lot of the time, it's people yelling out stuff. That's the worst. It's not the banners. It's the people yelling out stuff. Thank you, Russell. I appreciate you, mate. Let's go to Anne in North Richmond. Anne, are you there? No, Anne's not there. She can't. People are getting. Is this the is this the council? You, you didn't ban her, did you? No. Look, he, the council. You, you saw what she had to say, and you said we're not taking that call. Here we go. The council's gone. You know, you got to register to be able to have an opinion on the radio now. This is unbelievable. Our, our, our phones have gone down. I don't know what's going on with Anne. But what do you reckon? This is. Well, well, you know, um, Russell mentioned that this happened with the Tigers a few years ago during the Jason yeah. Taylor and the big four the stoush big or whatever four thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think if you're not being rude. If you're not being crude, and you're in a sense, I feel having a bit of fan interaction and a bit of fun. Sure, we've got to allow this stuff to happen. I have a question for you though. Okay, say there's a team uh, that say maybe struggling because of an off-field incident. Like, okay, let's look at the Dogs and our Mad Monday last year, right? If we, uh, you know, as a fan base for the Dogs, started making banners, making fun of the Mad Monday thing, it has nothing to do with the game, and it's just people wanting to get their opinion or try to be funny. Do you think that's Inflammatory. It doesn't necessarily have rude words on it, but it's it's in, it's maybe taking the players their mind off the game. Yeah. Look, I think this is subtle. I think it's the difference between when you're attacking the person individually, whereas I think the idea of the banners around Coach McGregor is around his position as coach. I don't think they're talking about him personally. Right. And I think that's the the line you've got to draw. Where you know they're just trying to say. I don't think you're executing what we want. Yeah. And it's just part of uh, the rough and tumble of rugby league. And I think George, when we talked to George Yusuf earlier about this, he said as well, I don't blame the players, right? I yeah. don't blame the players. It, it's the coaching there. But, I mean, it's got to be tough to get out there on that field and see fail Mary on a big sign. Well, I talk about fail. The technology failed, Road. So I think we've got a winner for this our is, journey. This is a conspiracy, yeah, I Chris. I'm very, this, very suspicious. We're trying to talk to the people about censorship and what happens. Connect us to the people, the please. phones go down. I cannot believe it. What so, do we do here? So hopefully Russell from Layla Park has stayed on the line. If not, Russell, call us back because you've won the gurney. Yes, thank you, Russell. Call us back. We'll give you the gurney, the gurney high-pressure washer this Father's
Father's Day gift at a Gurney High Pressure Washer. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. Chris, we survived. <laughs> Coming up next, all the news from the US Open. Aussies are still in the tilt. And there's the petty update from Andrew Rose. Weekend Legends, Triple M. Yeah, baby. This show is definitely on the weekend. Whether these guys are legends may be debatable. Triple M's Weekend Legends. And we are Chris and Rose on Sydney's 104.9 Triple M. Rose. I will not be silenced, Chris Gale. We will keep talking <laughs> through the ether. And we've been able to, through old means, I think I've got a carrier pigeon to bring in the results. We've got some results overnight from the US Open Tennis. Oh, yeah. How's it going? Australia's sweetheart Ash Barty has won again. She's beaten the Greek girl Maria Sakai 7-5-6-3. See, Chris, you know me too well. When I say, how's it going, you give me the Aussie results. That's <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and... Aussie, Alex de Minar, there we go. has beaten Japan's Kai Nishikori, which is a big scalp, 6-2-6-4-2-6-6-3. So Alex is still alive in the Aussie tilt, as indeed is Nick Kyrgios, speaking yeah, of. Yeah, well, Nick Kyrgios, I know one of our favourite characters here on the Weekend Legends is Nick Kyrgios. I like to call him the gift that keeps on giving, Nick Kyrgios. Uh, a, a perfect Father's Day gift would be a Nick Kyrgios highlights DVD. There'd be no oh, tennis on it. Can you imagine? It'd just be all the off-court stuff. Oh, man, we've got to make a DVD of all the Kyrgios blow-ups. That would go off at Father's Day. Now, what I want to do is, this week in Tennis Talk, I wanted, the key word, the word of the week is petty, Chris. Right. There's a lot of petty action going on in tennis. Who thought... Tennis players would be so petty. Self-absorbed? Not tennis players. Come on now. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to start you with Kyrgios, obviously. We've got to start with the Aussie boy. He's done a bunch of petty stuff this week. Firstly, he showed up to a game uh, with words written on the back of his collar. It was, just do you. I actually like that. <laughs> Though I imagine if he tried to get into Netstrata Jubilee Stadium, he'd be refused entry. <laughs> he'd be called inflammatory comments. So that you're not allowed to have any advertisement on your clothes, like words or messages when you play tennis, right? So he had to like pop the collar down and everything was fine. But then he also uh, accused the ATP of corruption. Yes, I've heard about that. Did you hear about that? He said, and he, you know, he backed, he tried to dig up a bit later in the day when he said it was not the correct choice of words. And my point intention was to address what I see as double standards rather than corruption. Well, they kind of sound like the same thing. But anyway, well, it's nice to see Nick actually <laughs> considering for a change and actually doing a bit of backing down. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, I mean, it was pretty inflammatory what he said the first time. But former world number four, James Blake, was quoted as saying, a double standard is sometimes earned, Nick. It's by your behavior, by your reputation, by what you've done before. And if anything, we look at how many times Nick Kyrgios has gone off the rails at a tennis match. If anything, he gets more leniency than other people. Yeah, I think that's a reasonable point. Though, on the other hand, I don't like James Blake all of a sudden. Back off our boy, James. Oh, Who are you? What do you got a problem with James Blake? He's just given the, he's given the truth. Uh, also, I want to jump to Serena Williams. As we know, the US Open a year ago was the controversial uh, grand final where she kind of went off a nut at the... At the the referee and got really angry. She lost the game, had a bit of a meltdown, got accused of cheating, all that. Yeah, went down to Osaka in the final. And she always seems to be under additional pressure. Obviously, she's going for the Grand Slams record. Sure. But it's a home tournament, and it does seem to mess with a bit with Serena's head, doesn't it? It does. And, you know, it, people have said so far, she, um, you know, she wiped Maria Sharapova off the court 6-1-6-1. Didn't she eviscerate her? I, she did eviscerate her. It's, it's a very good word, Chris, that word would I, that I would never use. But people were saying Serena Williams was playing angry. She seems to have the history of life. Last year in her head. Yep. And she wants to come back and, and prove everyone even harder. But again, the petty stuff. The petty stuff I just cannot understand. Uh, you know, after the uh, game, they talked about the fact that that, that umpire from last year, Carlos Ramos, has been um, strategically placed at other games so he doesn't, uh, you know, call another Serena Williams game. I think it's a fair call. Right? Yeah. That's fine. 
They asked her afterwards about how they feel about Carlos Ramos uh, being kept away from her games, and her response was, I don't know who that is. Really? Honestly, Serena. Really? You know, I'm more, I'm more of a Venus fan. And there was a nice <laughs> yeah. Venus moment when, unfortunately, she went down earlier in the tournament where she requested a coffee. Uh, Borboy bought it out for her. She actually was on a toilet break, so he just left it by her chair. Uh. And I wanted to look into this. It's not on the water list. So the coffee's ah, okay. Right, right. So knock yourself out. But it does make me wonder about other tennis players and how they would take their coffee. Right. Ash Barty, yeah. she'd be an Nescafe girl. Just straight up. Straight out of the jar. True Aussie no, Butler. None of this barista stuff. Do, Nothing fancy. They call her two scoops at home. What about Roger Federer? What do you reckon he'd be on? Oh, some kind of chai latte <laughs> nonsense. I reckon chamomile tea. Oh, yeah. I don't think he'd even drink coffee. <laughs> And, of course, we love our rugby league here, and it makes us think about what the league players are drinking. I think it's well known that Cooper Cronk drinks turmeric lattes. Is that how he took his eye out, just <laughs> drinking too many lattes? <laughs> That's right. But we were talking last week about the Loose Cannons, the team we want to put together for an interview celebration. Go the Cannons. And it turns out Loose Cannons, the likes of Nathan Brown, they're always on the double espressos. Ah, double shot people are dangerous. Back off it, boys. <laughs> we're on the Weekend Legends Triple M. Not sure if it's the show you'd give 10 out of 10, but these guys do high-five each other a lot. So high-five! Triple M's Weekend Legends. You are on the Weekend Legends, Sydney's 104.9 Triple M with Chris and with Rose. Now, Rose, some sad news for me. Coming up next month on September 18th, the 12,000 members of the Balmain Leagues Club will pack into the Balmain Town Hall for a general meeting. Oh, yeah. It's not that big, I don't think. <laughs> And the following day, the 36,000 members of West Ashfield will go into the Liverpool Road premises to vote on one thing, and that's a merger of the two leagues clubs. Right. The vote, if successful, will end Balmain Leagues as a company and a club. All the assets and licences will go to West Leagues at Ashfield, and West will now have 90% of the West Tigers joint venture. Far out. Question marks remain about the meth lab that is the old Balmain Leagues club and what will happen to the Tigers as a team going forward. And to discuss this issue with us in forensic detail, Australian New South Wales and Balmain great Gary Jack. Gary, good morning. G'day, Chris. How are you, mate? Thanks for, for, the, uh, for the call. It's really good to talk to you, but it's a, going to be a pretty sad day to see the Balmain Leagues mm. Club disappear, isn't it? Yeah, it, it certainly will be. Um, you know, well, the, the merger happened, what, uh, 20 years ago, and now what's happening with the clubs so that was the one thing with, with Balmain that we always were um, hopeful that one day the, the Leagues Club would come back and it'd be Balmain Leagues Club as it was before in, in the heydays. Yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, through many, many things that have gone wrong over the last 10 years, it's not going to happen. So, um, well, but I am very thankful for the fact that, you know, there still will be, be a Tigers, Balmain Tigers Club there, but obviously 90% owned by Western Suburbs. But, you know, that's... We're very probably lucky that uh, that West have decided to to go ahead and and and, and back us and, and support the club. You know, that's uh, that's great for for Balmain support. At least we'll still have a club. Gary, it's Rose here, mate. Uh, one of the talks they have about this uh, ongoing event is that they might actually use the West Magpies logo and get rid of the tiger. I mean, can you mm. believe this kind of outrage? Would they ever get rid of the tiger's emblem? Well, no, I don't think you you can. Yeah, obviously, the joint venture was fifty fifty when it started, and it was mm. the the, the, um, the actually we were we were sort of told at the start there was going to be known as the Balmain West Tigers when the original thing first kicked off, and right. then twenty four hours later it was the the West Tigers. So, you know, I don't think you can you can get rid of the the Balmain essence or, or the Tiger essence out of the club and. There's, that, that, that's such a strong brand. Look, and I, I played for both clubs, mate. I played for West. I was, I was a West um, back in 1981. I played West Reserve grade and West First grade. And so then I went from West to Balmain. So I, I can uh, assimilate with both clubs. And, you know, the, the Magpie is strong. And, you know, I, I played all my career at, at Balmain. And, and the Tiger is strong right across New South Wales and Australia, you know, the, the Tiger emblem. So 
such great uh, great memories and great great players here. So I think it'd be silly to to not use the the, the Balmain Tiger logo um, going ahead because there's so many Tigers fans that that were kids when I was playing. They were like you know ten, eleven, twelve. Now they're in their in their forties and, and businessmen and family men and that sort of stuff. And they're Balmain people. So. I think that would that would alienate a lot of people if they just went to the to the magpie. Yeah, West are promising some money for the Balmain Junior team, so that's great. Now, I yeah. interrupted you while you were having a coffee with Peter Tunks yesterday, Gary, on Jersey <laughs> Day, because I was in my Tigers jersey, as was you. Yeah. Tunksy said to let everybody know that when you were playing fullback for New South Wales in Origin. <laughs> that you were told there was a $2 coin buried on the try line and that's why you're the greatest defensive fullback in origin history. That's correct, every, is it? Every time we played together, he came up and said, Jimmy, I put a dollar coin behind the dead ball line. If they don't score, you can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> every game he said that to me and he's never let me forget it in 35 years. I love it. What a strategy. Every time it. Well, yeah, that's why he calls me Diamond Jimmy Jack, the hardest substance known to man. That's where that comes from. <laughs> the immovable but, object. But that, but that is true. But Tungsy would rattle on for half an hour. I couldn't get away from the bloke. No, I know. He never stopped talking. For an hour yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but that is the correct story, yes. Uh, here's another one for you. I want to know whether it's true or not. Uh, when you were playing a game against North Sydney, did you lose <laughs> a tooth and then keep it in your sock? Lose it. I lost three teeth. Three? Wow, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Graham made a break, and there was only one person between him and the try line, and that was me. So as, as I went to tackle him, he put his big elbow in my mouth, and he knocked out three teeth cl- cleanly come out of my mouth. Actually, there was a fourth tooth, but it didn't come out because it was caught in my lip. <laughs> but, but the other three did come out, and they were about as big as dog's teeth. So I picked them up. I go, what the hell's happened here? So I did save the try, by the way. Yes, of course. That's, that's most important. Put it in my sock and kept kept playing for about another 10 minutes. The trainer come on, said, what's up? I said, here, put my hand down, put, took him out of my sock and gave him to the trainer. I said, here, I'll put these in after the game. Um, look, Chris, I'm no, maths ex- I'm no maths expert, Chris, but four teeth and the dollar coin on the trial, that's five bucks, you can get a Big <laughs> Mac with that. That's, that's a really <laughs> weird way to get the tooth fairy involved, Gary. Mate, I'm still waiting for the tooth fairy. <laughs> look, Gary, thank you so much for your time this morning. It's been a real thrill to talk to you. And can I simply say Tigers forever? Black and gold, we never fold. Oh, thanks, Gary. Here you are, Tiger. Here you are. Jack Best back. See you, mate. The Weekend Legends on Triple M. The Weekend Legends catch-up podcast is done, but the fun is just beginning. Check out Sportsbet's new iPhone app. Download it now. Gamble responsibly. The Weekend Legends catch-up podcast is done, but the fun is just beginning. Check out Sportsbet's new iPhone app. Download it now. Gamble responsibly. Triple M.